Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So what is up with this Dominion voting software systems thing? A lot of you have been asking me about it, emailing me about it. Dan, why didn't you talk about that yesterday? Because I like to get the story first, uh, first, right first, not first and then right. There's a difference. I think we've got the story now, and today is going to be an eye-opener for you. Not only through my daily show, which you're watching right now, if you're looking at me, but through my post-election interview special with uh, Rudy Giuliani and uh, President, one of President Trump's attorneys, Jenna Ellis, where we discuss at length all of the many problems in this election, including Dominion voting systems. If you haven't heard of Dominion voting systems and you think Dominion was like the title of Exorcist 3 or something, wasn't that the uh, Today's show is going to be one of those clockwork orange-like eye-opening moments, I promise oh, oh, you. Vidi, vidi. <laughs> Nobody knows who that is yet. I haven't introduced him in the show. I have no idea. It's just a voice. <laughs> Some, I'm hearing them delusional right now. <laughs> Today says there's a routine here. Don't confuse people. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, protect your online activity from prying eyeballs. Get a VPN. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Who was that crazy voice in my head? Well, was that producer Joe? How are you today? Fine, well, sir. I'm fine because it's Friday. Yeah. In Joe's <laughs> worst 1960s game show voice, the always worst. bringing us back to the halcyon days of old radio. We always, Joe's been around forever. That we always appreciate. <laughs> All right, you. folks, listen, I've got a loaded show. Seriously, you're not going to want to miss this. This is an eye opener that the software they use to process votes. There are court cases. This is not conjecture, not a conspiracy theory. This is actual court cases on the record where people were sworn in in court and said, hey, there's a real problem with this voting system. Probably didn't hear about it in the media, right? Let's get right to it. Today's show brought to you by LifeLock. LifeLock, working from home, has its challenges. So hotels are advertising daytime room reservations for guests seeking quiet, distraction-free work environments. But according to the FBI... Try it. You can access sensitive information from hotel Wi-Fi, which poses a very significant security risk over home Wi-Fi networks. Two hackers can exploit lax hotel Wi-Fi security to steal work and personal data. We don't want that. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the Internet. You can miss certain identity threats by just monitoring your credit. That's a mistake. Don't just do that. You need to do more. That's why LifeLock's here. They help detect a wide range of identity thefts like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has been potentially compromised, they'll send you an alert. I get texts on my phone for me and my whole family. It's great. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. LifeLock can see threats that you might miss on your own. Like I said, I get texts every time someone checks my credit. It's terrific. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year. Go to lifelock.com slash Bongino. That's lifelock, lifelock.com slash Bongino, lifelock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. Get it for you, get it for fam, for your family. Don't have your identity stolen. It happened to me. It was terrible. All right, Joe, let's go. Now, I'm going to make a prediction that today's interview show with former Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who's leading this fight for a free and fair election, and one of President Trump's attorneys, the great Jenna Ellis, that this interview show is going to blow it out of the water for being the uh, most listened to watch show we've ever had. I'm just going to throw that out there now. We're all, we'll see you on Monday. I'm a data guy, right? Why? Well, let me just show you this little bit of a tease. We recorded this last night. This is a part of the interview with Mayor Giuliani. It's only about a minute long. But man, does he go from here? Is this going to launch today, Friday? What's it? Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. <laughs> Remember Jason? Remember Jason Voorhees? The younger kids are like, what the hell are you talking about? This is a little tease of my interview we recorded last night. We were up late last night with Mayor Giuliani, where he just blows it out of the water. Check this out. Give me a little bit of a background in our audience. What's going on here with yeah, the fight against this uh, system? I can tell you you're... you're uh... As usual, Dan, you're on target. Uh, Dominion is a uh, Canadian company, which, of course, Im immediately raises the issue, why do we have a foreign company counting our ballots and letting our vote get outside the United States, which is what happens. But Dominion really doesn't do it. Dominion has a software that it gets from a company called Smartmatic, Smartmatic is a, is a company that, it's a, De a Delaware company 
on by name, but it's owned by Venezuelans. Venezuelans who are close to Chavez and Maduro. Hmm. They actually count the vote. And they count the vote in Barcelona, Spain. So the vote goes uh, from here to Barcelona, Spain. They count it and they kind of give it back to us. Can their software change the vote? Any way they want. Absolutely. Ah. Uh, what? Huh, did, did, did we hear that right? Now, Joe and producer Drew and, and, and the lovely Paula worked on this all night. And thank you for your hard work. We were at it yesterday for a long time. Yesterday was the longest work day we've had in a while. Right, Paula? You can confirm. We're both tired. But date nights this weekend, so it could be okay. We passed out. We both slept like 12 hours last night. <laughs> I, that You do not want to miss the second part. By the way, and Jenna Ellis is no less exciting. I just had to distill it down to one minute. That will be airing today, Friday the 13th. <laughs> Friday the 13th, probably around, I don't know, Joe, what do you think? Four, three, four o'clock this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Don't miss it. So what is going on with Dominion? And oh, I didn't forget. I don't let things go over my head. Again, I just don't need to be first on any story, ladies and gentlemen. I need to maintain my credibility with you and be right and get the facts first. I hope you understand that. That's why sometimes I don't report stuff right away. Just give me some time. I want to make sure I give you, you've trusted me. I need to earn that trust and give you the right story. Now I feel like we have a good grasp about this software system that counted votes in how many states, Joe? One or two? So if there was a problem, maybe three. Yeah. How many states, Paul? You think four or five? Uh, how about 28? Or if Joe Biden was counting, 28. No. Oh, 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 yeah. Not no. Not no meaning yes. The negation of no meaning yes. 28 states in a system where, as, as Mayor Giuliani just described, a foreign software system where other countries have had some kind of vested interest in it, and we're using we're using that to counter votes. Now, now, I, 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 I left this. Now that we're the we're the number one podcast for the last four or five days. Where are we now? Are we still number one? I mean, I hate to bet. I don't want to say anything out of turn here because it's. Are we still number one? There we are, still number one, top show in the country. We're so thank you very one. much for your support. You are yeah, awesome. Baby. So, yeah, now that we're number one, we got a big target on our back. So I know the leftist clowns in the media will be watching my show today. Ethical conspiracy theory. Okay, point out anything I just said that's not factual, and I'm open to listening to it. Um, point out how this is not factual either. That Dominion, that there's no problem with the software systems. You're just making that up. I am? Okay, well, let's just go to a court case and look at the court record. You know, court where you have to swear you're telling the truth. This was a case filed in the state of Georgia, Curling versus Rothenberger. Liberals, you know, if you're in the media and you're journalists, which means you're probably morons, that's why you're journalists, you can look this court case up yourself. Do you know how to do that? It's rather simple. You can, you can, you can do this thing called the interweb and go look it up. Curling versus Raffenberger. And you'll see this comes up about Dominion software systems, which were used to count votes in 28 states. By the way, hat tip Kyle Becker for this. Found this on a social media feed. Talking about the risks of their voting system, Dominion. <laughs> Quote, these risks are neither hypothetical nor remote under the current circumstances. By the way, this is a recent lawsuit, Joe. This isn't from 1892. Mm -hmm. The case goes on. The stealth vote alteration or operational interference risks posed by malware that can be effectively invisible to detection whether intentionally seated or not, are high, are high, are high once implanted if the equipment and software systems are not properly protected, implemented, and audited. Wow, that sounds kind of weird that we have a software system where apparently there's some vested interest by foreign governments, some of which you don't like us, and in that software system, we used to tabulate votes with various statistical anomalies in many states that we're still trying to detect and get through that people had warned in advance in a lawsuit that it was potentially risky because you could introduce malware that could alter things like vote counts, that the malware portion was already warned about in a court lawsuit that the media could read themselves, but they choose not to. So the, the, the Sergeant Schultz approach is here. I don't see nothing. I don't hear nothing. I don't know nothing either. 
No, no, it's not even this over your head. Remember, it's, it doesn't go over their head. They duck it. The information comes at them. It didn't go over their head. They duck the information, allowing it to go over their head. What, 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 what part of that is a conspiracy theory? Keep in mind, I have not alleged anything. I have simply stated to you facts. I've not alleged that Dominion changed the vote yet, although we know in uh, Interim County that, that there was a, an issue with the, with the software. They're claiming it was human error. We'll look at that and we'll see what the facts are. I'm not interested in giving you fake nonsense and destroying my own credibility. I'm simply suggesting to you that there are statistical anomalies in this election. And a number of them adding up. I'm also suggesting to you that in 28 states, they used an election system that before the election, in a sworn court case and documents you can see yourself, people were highly concerned about the risk of malware being introduced, which could corrupt the vote count. Isn't this worth considering, considering we have a bunch of statistical anomalies, like all these people who voted for Joe Biden and didn't vote down ballot at all? Statistical anomalies coming out of Pennsylvania and elsewhere in Georgia where Dominion was used. Statistical anomalies we've seen, like people moving into the state and voting, all this other stuff. You're not interested at all, right? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this gets worse. So now we know two things. We know there are foreign governments that have an interest in Dominion. We know as well, court documents show that the risks were high from using this and Georgia used it anyway. But then there were Republicans in charge. I, I, don't, I, I don't care. This is not a Republican Democrat issue. I've said repeatedly and I'll say again. If the election was lost fair and square, we'll live to fight another day. We don't know that yet. And the media doesn't care because they're not, we don't have a legitimate media apparatus in this country. We have Pravda. <laughs> you know, they again the Soviet national anthem every morning. Like this, the media at attention. With their big, you know, the hats. I used to have one of those. I spent I spent some time in Moscow. Don't say that. They'll call you a Russian colluder. You're a Republican. <laughs> I have one too. So you may think, oh gosh, Dan, that sounds really bad about this Dominion voting systems. Oh no, I'm not even close to done yet. Here is the great legendary Lou Dobbs from the Fox Business Network. Here's Lou Dobbs who has, how do we say this in a family-friendly show? Cojones of pure titanium? Is that a family-friendly verb? Probably not, but you get the point. Here's Lou Dobbs on Fox Business talking about Dominion voting systems, doing what I'm doing, gavel scratch, scratching his head going, ah, maybe we should check this Dominion thing out. This doesn't sound, this doesn't sound right given all the statistical anomalies in this election. Check this out. President Trump is zeroing in on Dominion voting machines, Dominion voting systems used in 28 states across the country, including battleground states, Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. A January 2019 report from the Texas Secretary of State found a number of issues with Dominion's Democracy Suite 5.5A machine, the same model used, for example, in Pennsylvania. One of the troubling findings by the Secretary of State in Texas was that the voting machine was the voters' inability to check and retain a straight party ballot while no voting a race. Another issue, Dominion's election management system was error-prone and quote-unquote non-intuitive, making it difficult for jurisdictions to master. Even more concerning, the scanner and the tabulator are subject to paper jams. And in order to clear those jams, protective seals had to be broken, which allowed poll workers to see voter choices. The Texas Secretary of State's office ultimately denied the use of Dominion voting systems in Texas, saying, quote, accordingly, based upon the foregoing, I hereby deny certification of Dominion Voting Systems Democracy Suite 5.5 for use in elections in Texas. Uh, so we knew about these problems before the election. You can read them in the lawsuit for the 18-year-olds just out of J school, journalism school, who couldn't complete a real degree. You may want to check the lawsuit out before the election talking about all of these risks in case you think this is a conspiracy theory because you think we lost. A couple key points, the great Lou Dobbs, and I do mean the great Lou Dobbs. 
So Texas apparently looked at Dominion and said, no, thanks. Not our bag of donuts. You know, when you're a voting system thing, you probably should be able to count the votes without an issue. I'm just saying. Remember the hashtag, you had one job, one job. You have one job. It's the joke on social media. The guy whose job is to deliver the paper and he throws the paper in the neighbor's yard instead. You had one job, deliver the paper. You had one job. You're a voting system. The whole idea is that you will actually count the votes. So apparently there's been some issues with that in the security. Issues that led to Texas saying, we're not going to use that. Issues in a lawsuit for Georgia, which Georgia plowed ahead anyway and use this system. Dobbs said there are security problems. Apparently it's subject to paper jams. Kind of weird considering the ballots aren't made out of four by fours. They're made out of paper. And then you have to cut the seal protecting the machine from being tampered with to clear the paper jam. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not funny. I just, I, I, as a, as a former security guy myself, which you get, I know, I, I, I hate having to say, but we used to have seals too. So when the Clintons moved to Chappaqua from the White House, when President Bush won, I was there in Chappaqua at their new house. In order, we loaded, the, we watched the truck be loaded, the moving truck from the White House. Why? For, for obvious reasons. So no one would put like a bomb or a listening device in the Clintons' personal stuff. We had someone follow the truck and we put a seal on it so no one could open it. If the movie company came back to us and said, hey, listen, we take breaks in the back of the truck when we stop because it's a long ride. We're just going to cut that seal and go back there and have coffee. It would defeat the purpose of the seal. I'm just, would it not? Yes. I'm just throwing that out there. The whole idea of a seal clamping the seal is that nobody tampers with the seal. So now this voting system apparently when you have a problem and it's being stuffed with ballots, all of a sudden you get to open the seal if you get a paper jam. Uh, defeats the purpose of the seal. Nobody saw this coming. We have a seal for the moving truck. But again, if I need to go and have my cup of coffee, I'm going to the break. I'll put it. Don't worry. Don't, I'll put a new seal on. There's no new seal. The seal is the seal. That's the whole, this isn't the seventh sign where you get to crack like seven seals. There's one seal. Nobody saw this problem, but Lou Dobbs and Texas. You're laughing. Is it, it, it that's why it's a seal. Kind of a de design flaw. Huh? Jeez. <laughs> you, think? you think it's like having a computer with a power button detonate, detonates an explosive. A minor design flaw. <laughs> oh my God, what happened? Small design flaw there. If you put a seal on your door because you don't want anybody coming into your house when you're on vacation and then someone comes in and robs it and puts a new seal on, it defeats the entire purpose of the seal. Holy. And where's the media? They, they, they don't care. Oh, they're saluting in the morning. Pravda. The Soviet anthem, Rocky IV style. Where Paulie's wrapping himself in the flag, he's, he's horrified. You may say this can't possibly get any worse. Broken seals, stuffing it with paper jam ballots. Texas says no. Court cases, oh, it gets worse. I've got another clip from Lou Dobbs with the great John Solomon on. Where he talks about another problem with these voting systems. This one's pretty significant. I, I got a few sponsors. Let me get to this and I'll get right to it. Because this, believe it or not, this, gives me, I, this show may go on for two hours today. I'm very sorry. All right. Today's show brought to you by my, you know, I've been uh, working out a lot lately, trying to get through this crisis in my life here. And um, we found a great new program we really love. You know, we only take on sponsors for products we use and we can vouch for because, you know, integrity of the show matters. I found a great one, FitBot. Whether you're new to the gym or you've been lifting for years, it's hard to find the right workout program. You know, and stick to it is. It's hard. You see a thousand new ones on the internet. Well, we got the solution. If you've gone to the gym without a plan, you know how overwhelming the weight room can feel. With FitBod, you can get a truly personalized fitness program that adopts as you go. Me and Paula both use it. Well, I, you know what I like about it? When it gives you your program, if it, it doesn't just say, hey, do curls. Some people don't know what curls. There's videos. They show you what the exercises are. 
And it also, it does all kinds of customized things. Like say you don't have access to dumbbells. It's a home workout. They can give you a home workout with kind of, with calisthenic stuff and show you how to do it with the equipment you have or don't. It combines the knowledge of fitness pros with a powerful machine learning algorithm to give you a workout program that maximizes your results specific to you. Get a program tailored to your unique body experience and environment. What you have or not is perfect for anyone. Looking to get better fitness results. We love it. Whether your goal is general fitness, strength training, muscle tone, bodybuilding, powerlifting, or Olympic weightlifting. I noticed Paula stopped asking me what exercises were when she'd look them up because she has, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'd be like, what are you doing there? Mountain climbers? How'd you know how to do that? Well, I checked it out on FitBot. FitBot workouts are balanced to avoid overworking muscles with varied exercises. Exercises keep you sharp. No equipment, no worries. FitBot has body weight routines for those looking to get fit at home or on the go. FitBot's super easy to use. It even has HD video tutorials I was telling you about to make learning new exercises a breeze. You can't mess it up. It integrates other fitness and health apps like Apple Health, Fitbit, and Strava. Personalized training can be tough on the budget, but FitBot is only $9.99 a month or $59.99 a year. That's a steal. That's probably half of what one training session would cost you. Plus, you can try one month of workouts absolutely free. Get a personalized fitness plan that helps you work out smarter at fitbot.me. Get the URL right, fitbod.me slash Bongino. Try FitBod for one month when you sign up today at fitbod.me slash Bongino. That's one month free when you sign up at fitbod.me slash Bongino. Check it out. You're going to love it. All right. Thanks, FitBod. As I told you, <laughs> the problems keep adding up. <laughs> See, like, you know, flaw. That's hilarious. <laughs> kind of a design flaw. Yeah. Yeah. Big design flaw. Could have screwed the whole country over with this design flaw. It gets worse. Here's John Solomon on Lou Dobbs talking about another problem with Dominion voting systems. This whole idea that where were all these ballots coming from? Nobody seems to know, especially in Pennsylvania. Were they coming from outside counties? Ah, who knows? The media doesn't care. Check this out. Uh, Dominion voting systems. These are these are ugly, ugly uh, charges we're hearing. I, what what do you know, and are you digging deeply on this one? We are, and, and I, I tell you, the more we dig on it, the less we're convinced that there's any computer fraud going on, meaning someone swapping dumbers around. What we think we're beginning to see is the possibility that uh, Dominion machines were used to ballot stuff, meaning people would bring in, just like what Mayor Giuliani said, extra ballots, and then they weren't qualified to vote, but someone would make them eligible and run them through the system real quickly. Tonight, we're going to have a, a new story late tonight on Justin News that will divulge in Detroit, which is, I think, ground zero for the, the investigation. Uh, you're going to see the city of Detroit hired a very interesting company with ties to a very corrupt political figure. Uh, to uh, provide the muscle, the bodies that would work and staff the election centers in Detroit on election night. Now, we know from one of the election workers, a longtime civil servant, her name is Jesse Jacob. She's filed a, um, an right. affidavit in which she states flatly, I witnessed over several weeks thousands upon thousands of ballots fraudulently being processed. Oh, you did? By the way, he's talking about the former mayor of Detroit, Kwame Kilpatrick, that who was the disgraced former mayor of Detroit, how they were kind of leading an operation in Detroit to have all these people hired to handle ballots. Remember the statistical anomalies I've told you about over the last few days? The fact that a whole boatload of people voted for Joe Biden and didn't vote for anyone else down ballot? That happens, but it happens in relatively predictable numbers. How that's happened in unprecedented numbers now? And the suggestion is that because there was a lot of fraud, the potential is they didn't want to fill out the whole ballot because it takes too long. So they just filled out Biden's name, not realizing the statistics would get skewed because they were in a rush after they realized how how much Donald Trump was up on election night and crushing them. Are you following me? I talk about this at length in my interview show later today. After today, you're going to have a full grasp of what could have happened if it didn't great. I'm hoping there was no fraud. You should too. But if there is, you're damn right. We're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to cover it. And we're not going to be dissuaded by media lunatics who don't care with the Pravda nonsense. I think Donald Trump's election day victory tallies. A victory, I mean, in the, I mean, he was, he was winning in such big numbers. Were unexpected. Why, Joe? Because the ridiculous polling, the Democrats had no way to know that was coming. They thought he was going to be down by seven in Pennsylvania. He was up by hundreds of thousands of votes. I think there could have been a panic. If there was fraud, 
looking at these statistical anomalies, it likely happened through the mail where people who were low propensity voters, ballots were taken, filled out for them. And in a rush to get them in, realizing they had hundreds of thousands of votes to make up, they only filled out the top and just sent them through the machines. If it didn't happen, fantastic. If it did, oh, we got a big problem on our hands. And by the way, Jenna Ellis in the interview show goes to at length, what happens if that did happen and the vote is totally discredited? Well, what do we do then? What if we have to throw out that vote? We can't do a re-election. How does it happen? Well, it goes to the state legislature. And if they can't pick someone, it goes to the Congress if there's not 270 electoral votes. That's how it happened. There's a process for this. None of this is unprecedented. This stuff has happened before. Where votes were questioned. So I talked about the roll-off. In other words, the unbelievable percentage of people who only voted for the top of the ticket and didn't vote down ballot at all. Also explains why so many Republican congressional candidates defeated Democrats in districts where Biden overperformed. You tracking? Because they didn't vote for the Democrat congressional candidate. They didn't have the time. Right. If it was a voter fraud effort, they just had to scratch the top. You just get it in. Just get it in. So they didn't get the votes at the bottom of the ballot. So the Republican votes, which were likely an honest count, their candidates won down ballot while President Trump lost. And that makes sense to you. Trump brings out the most outrageous high number of voters we've seen. 71 million blows it out of the water in voter turnout. Donald Trump and a Trump election where he's there and he loses and everyone down ballot wins on the Republican side. That makes sense to you. Combine that with another statistical anomaly that all these people didn't vote down ballot, that historically low numbers of mail-in ballots, percentage-wise, were being rejected. I'm going to get to that in a minute, too. Despite the fact that we have a pretty consistent number, 1% to 2% of mail-in ballots, almost every election, Joe, are rejected because people don't fill them out right. But yet, in Pennsylvania, it was 0.3%. Wow, that's kind of weird considering how many mail-in ballots there were yeah. and everything going on with Corona. Isn't that weird? That's weird, Dan. Another statistical anomaly that just defies explanation. Man. Crazy time. Now, this gets better. I'm not done with Dominion yet. Oh my gosh, this block was supposed to take five minutes. I can't. I can't. It's just so interesting to me. And I know what it is to you. Here's Sidney Powell. General, uh, Lieutenant General Mike Flynn's uh, attorney in his case. But she's really good on this stuff. By the way, you think she's just going to throw her legal license and credibility down the window by going on Fox and talking about this? You think she's making all this up? This is from a few days ago. This is Sidney Powell talking about the problems with Dominion's algorithm and a whole bunch of dead people voting. The dead people vote, by the way. Listen, friends don't let dead friends vote them. Don't let your dead friends vote Democrat. Don't do it. It's a very bad idea. And it's illegal. It's a, can we still arrest those people? I don't know. How does that work? You have to exhume them? How exactly does it work? Here's Sidney Powell on Fox talking about Dominion again. Check this out. There's been a massive and coordinated effort to steal this election from we, the people of the United States of America, to delegitimize and destroy votes for Donald Trump, to manufacture votes for Joe Biden. They have done it in every way imaginable, from having dead people vote in massive numbers to absolutely fraudulently uh, creating ballots that exist only voting for Biden. We've identified at least 450,000 ballots in the key states that miraculously only have a mark for Joe Biden on them and no other candidate. If you look at Florida, where things were done right, you can see that that's how the rest of the country should have gone. But they also used an algorithm to calculate the votes they would need to flip. And they used the computers to flip those votes from Biden, to, I mean, from Trump to Biden and from other Republican candidates to their competitors also. I think Doug Collins had the race stolen from him. I think uh, John James had his race stolen from him. It wasn't just President Trump. There were many people affected by this. We have got to fight tooth and nail in federal court to expose this abject fraud and the conspiracy behind it and get a recount and audits in every place it's needed, which is, frankly, most of the country. Mm. Again, I know, you know, media, I know you're not serious. I I get that. You're not serious people. Journalism died 50 years ago. 
But you think a respected lawyer in the conservative and Republican community, Sidney Powell, is going to go on a show and forfeit her credibility or legal license, whatever it is, her entire career to just make that all up? You think she just went in there and just threw that out there for nothing? You think we don't... Joe, here's a good... She's talking about dead people voting. How do we know dead people voted, Joe? I'm just going to throw that. You have any, you have any guesses? Mm. Hmm. Let, me, let me help you. I know this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. I'm a mess. Of course he's... Uh, yeah. They're dead. Yeah. And they voted. Yeah, but they voted. Take a minute. Take a minute. Take... I know. Take a minute. I know this is tough. Paula, too. She's struggling <laughs> over this. She's like, I don't... I don't Please, Dan, walk me through that again. They're dead. We know they're dead yeah. because there's a death certificate. They're dead. They're not breathing. It's like, we have a mirror. You know, you put the mirror under the, like this and nothing comes no out. Fog. The, they're dead. No, no fog. No fog. No fog at all. I know this is foggy to you and Paul. You can't get yes, you know, it. It's, it's really difficult to put. They're dead and they showed up as voting. So we know that happened. Yeah. We also know that this Dominion Voting Systems has a problem that those problems have shown up in court cases, risks of malware being introduced. And Sidney Powell says something interesting, malware. Wow, that's really fascinating. She talks about algorithms Hmm. and how votes could have been flipped. Were they? I don't know. Have I seen that evidence directly? I have not. But I respect Sidney Powell, and I assume Sidney Powell isn't saying that because she's just making it up. Now, she proposes a remedy because you may be saying, Dan, this sounds really serious. What do we do? I never leave you hanging. Well, she proposes a very simple remedy. I got more on Dominion coming. I'm not even done. Lawsuits. Why? Oh, Dan, lawsuits, schmawsuits. No, no, not lawsuits, schmawsuits. Lawsuits, we have this thing called discovery, folks, where even if you lose, they actually have to produce the stuff. The voting records, the tabulations, get sworn statements. People have to sign. I was there. I saw this. I saw that. Lawsuits have this thing called discovery where we get to take a look at that. That would be really good, no? Where we could probably get a look at those algorithms and things like that. If they're legitimate, great. If they're not, I'd like to know. You may say, ah, these lawsuits ain't going to do anything. Really, they already did do something. We won one in Pennsylvania just yesterday. In Pennsylvania, where the Secretary of State said, we're going to allow, contrary to the law of our Pennsylvania state here, we're going to allow people to cure ballots after November 9th. Now, election day was November 3rd, but the law in Pennsylvania allows you up until November 9th, six days after the election, this is the law, to cure ballots. Sometimes people showed up to vote without an ID or may have signed something wrong. You can contact that voter and say, hey, is this you? And you can, quote, cure the ballot. That's the Pennsylvania law. The Pennsylvania Secretary of State, Joe, came in and said, nah, we're not going to stop curing ballots at November 9th. We're going to cure ballots till November 12th. Well, I, I I missed in the Pennsylvania law where the Secretary of State is a super legislature. I didn't see that. Did yeah. you see that, Joe? Yeah. Paula? No, we're getting two head nods. Ah, so, no, no, he didn't see that either. So we took that case to court and won. And the court said, no, no, the law says ballots will be cured till November 9th and not after that. Thank you. Have a nice day. So again, for everybody, if you are getting disgruntled and saying, hey, this isn't, you know, working, it is working. Is it going to overturn the, uh, you know, the election from the numbers we have now? I don't know. Is it worth getting on the record that in the future we're not going to do this anymore? Oh, you're damn right. Sidney Powell's right. And is it worth potentially looking at this Dominion if they had problems to make sure we don't have Dominion problems again? Yeah, it is. Oh, I've got more on Dominion. Shockingly, this story gets better. And by better, I always mean worse in cases like this. All right, don't go anywhere. Let me get to my uh, my next sponsor. I always appreciate your patience. This company's uh, pay good money to be here and talk to you. So I appreciate your time and your patience. Keeps the show free for everyone. So ladies and gentlemen, are you tired of applying to jobs and never hearing back? You're a qualified professional with expertise in your industry. So why aren't recruiters calling you? Why aren't they banging down your door? It's not you probably your resume. You know, I had this issue. I had a terrible, terrible resume. I'm not kidding because I wrote it myself. You go to professionals for everything important in your life, right? Accountants to handle your taxes, doctors to handle your health. But yet when it comes to getting your dream job, sometimes we write these things ourselves and they're just not that good. I had a pro look at it a long time ago and I wish I would have had a top resume do it. When it comes to writing your own resume, there's an unlimited number of things that can go wrong and the cost of these mistakes can be a huge missed opportunity. 
to secure your dream job or at least your next job. The experts at Top Resume will provide free quality feedback through a resume review. Listen, it's not just spell checks and typos. That's important, but that's not it. It's a comprehensive review from trusted experts, feedback on skills, expertise, and keywords, personalized recommendations on how to make your resume stronger. Go to the pros to get the job done right. Don't leave it to chance. Let the experts at Top Resume work with you to create a job-winning resume that gets noticed. They know all these tricks, these systems that read resumes automatically. They know all of it. They know how to make your resume stack up. Go to topresume.com slash Bongino. Get a free resume review. It's as simple as uploading your resume to their site. You'll get a free evaluation and expert advice on how to make it stronger. Simple, right? Top Resume is also giving my listeners 15% off their professional resume writing services. So go to, don't wait, topresume.com slash Bongino today for your comprehensive resume review and 15% off resume writing services if you want to work with a pro. That's, here's the URL, topresume.com slash Bongino. Don't forget, don't take any chances with the dream job. You're going to need to go to topresume.com slash Bongino, get a top-notch resume. It reflects how top-notch you are. All right. So getting back to this, again, you're likely thinking, man, this is, this sounds really bad, this Dominion thing. Yeah, that's because it is really bad. Um, here's an article I found interesting by the National Pulse. By the way, all this stuff is in the show notes today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. The newsletter is the show notes. Please read them. This National Pulse article will be there too. That just really weird how a whole bunch of donations from uh, employees uh, who happen to work at Dominion went to, what, Republicans and Libertarians? No, of course not. 96% of Dominion voting systems, political donations went to Democrats. Come on, man. Come on, Joe, do you have the Biden? Come on, man. This would be the perfect time. Come on. Come on, man. Cue that, baby. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, (laughs) nothing. Listen, again, does that mean that these employees corrupted the system? That doesn't mean that. I don't make irresponsible statements. I'm just saying in a series of data points, And a series of evidence points that could be circumstantial. Most cases are made by circumstantial evidence. That's just kind of weird, right? Out of 100 employees there at Dominion, 96 of them are Democrat, though. Just kind of weird, no? Get worse. Yeah, of course it gets worse. Come on, guy. Coach Dan. This great article by Epic Times. Come on, guy. We haven't used Coach Dan in a while. Epic Times. This is another great one in the show notes today. Oh, this is a doozy. They do great work. By the legendary Jeff Carlson, who did great work on Spygate. Pre-election concerns over Dominion voting systems highlighted in Georgia lawsuit. Cybersecurity expert raised concerns over integrity of system, including external vulnerabilities in a sworn statement. Sworn. For the liberals listening, that means he swore under oath. I know you have a tough time with things like that. This is crazy. So they had a cybersecurity expert who swore under oath, again, putting his own credibility online, who looked at this voting system used in 28 states and said, hey, we got a big problem. Here are his three takeaways in this Epic Times piece. that will be in our show notes. So he summarized his findings as follows. That the scanner and tabulation software settings that were employed on, uh, uh, which count votes on handmarked paper ballots are likely causing clearly intentioned votes not to be counted. Wow, that sounds like a big problem, no? Whew, you had one job. Number two, the voting systems being operated in Fulton County in a manner that escalates the security risk to a what? Low level? Medium level? No, to an extreme level. His words, folks, not mine. Takeaway number three. Voters are not reviewing their ballot marking devices, the printed ballots, which causes ballot marking devices generated uh, results to be inauditable due to an untrustworthy audit trail. (laughs) Wait, can you pull that up again? Can we just reiterate what this cybersecurity guy said under oath about Dominion, the story the media wants to go away? They have tabulation problems causing votes not to be counted. Kind of a problem when your only purpose is to count votes. I'm just saying... Problem number two is that they're operating the system that has a problem counting votes in a way that grazes the security risk to an extreme level. And problem number three is, yeah, there's really no way to audit it. Gee, I don't know. I don't get it, folks. What could be the problem here? What could, what could be the problem? Uh, I'm, I'm just, I don't, I get, what, don't worry. Nothing to see here, media folks. Pop to it. Soviet anthem's playing. Uh, Pop to it right now. 
Click your heels together. Again, believe it or not, this Epic Times piece has even more gems in there. So it has trouble counting votes. There's no audit trail for the votes. And they're operating in a way that causes security risk to be extreme. <laughs> no big deal. Maybe coffee. Have a little drink. Nothing to worry about. That coffee's two hours old. I'm not touching that. <laughs> but it's good. My wife bought me a coffee. It's excellent. Excellent. I've drank like 20 espressos before the show. That's why I'm always so worried. Up. All right. Let's go to screenshot number two from this Epic Times piece. Because you're thinking, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the cybersecurity expert said that a dedicated system should not experience variable delays. So what he's talking about, you know what? Come back to me for a minute. I should have explained this first. So they had this cybersecurity guy, look at cybersecurity guy, excuse me, look at this Dominion voting system and notice that the way it processes, that there's a time delay sometimes amongst machines that shouldn't be. When you're doing the same task on a co-equal machine system, Joe, if it takes one second on machine A, it should take one second on machine B. Mm -hmm. That's just the way the system works. Come back to me on this one. So he's talking about the time delays now in some systems here. And he says they shouldn't experience variable delays and noted that, quote, we are always suspicious about any unexpected variable delays as those are common telltale signs of many issues, including a possibility of unauthorized code being executed. He said, quote, these systems while processing ballots, quote, should not behave differently while performing the identical task of scanning a ballot. So now we have two machines counting the same ballots, not the same identical ballot, but the same ballots, the general ballot. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And one's taking longer than the other, which is a, quote, telltale sign of unauthorized code being introduced, some malware. You think that may be why uh, Sydney, Sydney Powell wrote the whole algorithm thing with, no, 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 no. She's just humiliating herself on national television. No, I'm sure, right? A respected lawyer saying that because she has no evidence uh, at all. You want to die on that hill? You sure? Ladies and gentlemen, nothing, none of this is over. You must concede. Concede what? There's nothing to concede. I concede nothing. There will be no surrender. I, by the way, I've <laughs> I put on my social media profiles, hashtag resist. It drives the liberals crazy. No, no, that's our thing. No, no, I took it. Thanks. It's mine now. Yeah, I took that. And I have a big enough social media problem to just steal it from you totally. <laughs> Thanks. Nothing you can do. Sorry. In case you think, by the way, folks, again, I'm going to, I got to move on to something else because it's not just Dominion. <laughs> really? No, really. Watch my show later. You'll see. That was just the first part of my interview with Rudy Giuliani about Dominion. Nursing homes, everything else. Dead people mysteriously rising from the grave to vote George Romero style. In case you think it's just simply crazy that Republicans are just making this stuff up and that the Democrats are so highbrow, Joe, they've never suggested that there's election fraud ever. Here's Biden's new appointed chief of staff for an election Biden hasn't even won, which is mysterious. But, you know, Ron Klain, here's Ron Klain tweeting back to Vox, Vox with a V, not Fox, a while ago. Vox.com tweeted out 60, 68% of Americans think elections are rigged. This was in 2014. Look at Biden's new appointed chief of staff for an election he hasn't even won yet. Ron Klain, Vox.com. That's because they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just you crazy Republican. Really? That's Biden's new chief of staff for the presidency he hasn't even won. Again, I'm sure the media will ignore that. I got some more from Ron Klain coming up, hopefully a little later, too. Biden's new chief of staff again for, for an election he hasn't even won yet. R crazy. Just start. I could, you know what? I think I'm going to start appointing people. I'm going to. Joe, Joe, you'll be the FCC head. Joe, be great at oh, that. Oh, thank you, Daniel. Paula can be commerce. Paula can be commerce. And, and, and in addition to being the first lady, we're gonna, she's going to multitask. We're going to put Lucy can be. Uh, <laughs> Lucy. Lucy, we could have her like someone. We could put Lucy somewhere, give her a responsible. I mean, we're just anointing ourselves president-elect now. He's already got a chief of staff who apparently thinks elections are rigged. 
It's his, it's his Twitter feed, not mine. Ron Clown. Yeah. From 2014. <laughs> Bingo. Right, one, I got one sponsor, great company, <laughs> but uh, it's really important. We'll get to that. And I want to get to some more stuff. Matt Gates, the pipe burst story in Georgia. Remember that? Pipe burst. We had a shutdown county. Yes. Really? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Piper blew up the whole place. Water was everywhere. It was? You sure about that? Folks, it's time to prepare, right? You ensure everything in your lives that matters. Everything. You ensure your health. You ensure your home. You ensure your car. You ensure your teeth. You have dental insurance. How can you not ensure your food supply? I know you will because it's a smart thing to do. It's getting crazy out there. Sadly, it make it worse. You know it. I know it. We're seeing our worst nightmares come true one after another. It's only one thing you can do right now. You can pray and you can protect yourself. Self-protection matters. That means self-reliance. Don't rely on the local grocery store, the local water system, or the electric grid. It's nice they're there. Should be okay, but should isn't good enough. I prepare. You know how I do it with my Patriot Supply. I go to preparewithdan.com, and I'm Dan. I buy a lot of it, so much so that every time Paula sees it at the door, she comes in to say, you bought more? Yes, I bought more. I've got enough, a lot. I've got about probably now a year of it. I love this stuff. I strongly recommend my Patriot Supply. It's the only source I personally use and trust for emergency food preparedness. Right now, save $100 off. Go do this today, please, for just your peace of mind. Have an emergency food supply. Save $100 off a full four-week supply of nutritious meals. It supplies 2,000 calories a day. Could save your life if the food, God forbid, were to disappear from the grocery stores. Saving $100 is impossible to pass up, especially now. Go to preparewithdan.com and get ready now. That's preparewithdan.com. There's no time to lose. Do it now. Go to preparewithdan.com. Get your emergency food preparedness kit today. The food is good. It lasts for up to 25 years. Preparewithdan.com. Save $100. Do it today. All right. Back to the show. So sadly, it's not just Dominion. And I, I mean, sadly, I know we've been, you know, sometimes we use a lot of humor in the show to kind of blunt the effect of everything we're going through right now. But I do mean it. I really hope that all of this turns out to be nothing. I do because I don't want fraudulent elections. How does that benefit us? How does that benefit anyone? Here's uh, Matt Gates, congressman from Florida last, uh, I think it was last night. He was on uh, Sean Hannity's show and he was talking about this bizarre nursing home paradox I've spoken to you about, in addition to the dead people vote, which is the dead person constituency is very powerful on the Democrat side. I don't know how they get the ads to them. Are they targeted Facebook? I don't know how it is. Are they like hitting the graveyard specifically? Are they hovering over the grave with a radio on terrestrial radio ads? Like, do you hear Bobby, Bobby, come on. It's time to I don't know how they're doing that. But Gates is talking about this nursing home phenomenon that I've discussed over the past few days that I discuss also with Mayor Giuliani later on the interview show. You don't want to miss how a whole boatload of 90 year old plus people who haven't voted practically ever, all of a sudden registered in this election to vote across multiple nursing homes, in many cases across multiple states, and a lot of them requested ballots all at the same time. Weird. But again, another statistical anomaly nobody cares about except people like me, Matt Gates, Sean Hannity, and you, our listeners. Check this out. The chairman of the Federal Election Commission said there was fraud in this election. And when you take the mail-in ballots and bounce them against the registry of people who've changed their addresses, you see that there are tens of thousands of people, 17,000 alone in Georgia, who actually moved and then voted in the state that they moved from. And, you know, Reince mentioned these nursing home mystery votes coming in. In the state of Pennsylvania, more people over the age of 90 registered to vote in 2020 than in like the prior four years combined. I call it the Dorothy effect, this notion yeah. that there was this in immediate interest in surge in voters over the age of 90 during a pandemic. We have yet to find one nursing home where these Democratic registrations were occurring in mass. That seems to suggest that those ballots may have been turned in by someone other than the person they were addressed to. <laughs> were those ballots stuffed in Dominion voting machines? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm just, I'm just asking questions. Are we allowed to do that anymore? I mean, I know the left hates free speech hates parlor, rumble, anyone free, any, any civil liberties advocate like me. I know they hate us. I know you're tyrants. I know you jail us tomorrow, but are we even, are we allowed to ask questions anymore? Or are you going to be knocking at my door next? I'm not kidding. These people really hate you. They really, really hate you. I wake up every morning and read a new article about people like me who ask questions from a left-wing media activist lunatic 
who will do everything to destroy my life. It's not a sob story. I have a, I was going to say I have a thick skin, but I don't. I have a thin skin, but I'm a relatively tough dude. These people hate you. Matt Gates's questions will be totally dismissed. He's a conspiracy theory. Because they just don't care. You're not interested remotely how a large swath of 90-year-olds who've never voted before in their lives all of a sudden registered to vote out of nursing homes where ballot harvesting is illegal in many states and these votes were turned in and stuffed into machines, possibly in some cases have had a history of problems. You're not, inter- you're not interested at all. And we're the lunatics for asking questions, right? Remember that pipe burst story? Some of you missed this. Paul and I caught this on election night. President Trump was up in Georgia by a whole boatload of votes. And all of a sudden in Fulton County, which is largely Democratic in certain areas, all of a sudden the vote count stopped. God forbid they would have had to call Georgia or something for President Trump and give him some political momentum on election day. And it stopped because we heard a pipe burst or something. So this news.com.au, this article will be in the show notes too today, which I suggest you read it. Slow leak text messages cast out on Georgia officials, quote, burst pipe excuse for stopping their counting. We woke up in the morning and all of a sudden we realized the counting had begun. But we were told it stopped because of a burst pipe. Well, Joe, you know, you have these crazy things like FOIA requests where you can actually FOIA, Freedom of Information Act requests, and demand government officials produce their information. Yeah. So one of them had to produce the text about this Massive burst pipe that shut down the counting of the votes right as Donald Trump was way ahead in Georgia. Shut it all down. Really weird. Maybe they needed to get an idea about how far ahead Donald Trump was in Georgia. Why would you need that? Because if we don't want Donald Trump to win, we have to know how much he's winning by, right? (laughs) Got to stop that count. Here's a text message about that burst pipe that shut the voting counting down. So one of the guys involved in it said, hey, I, this is a text, by the way, it's in the piece. I just heard a water pipe burst at SFA that will cause vote count delays. Has this affected the office? I think they were counting votes next door. Guy by the name of Jeffrey Stiles answers back. No, sir. It was highly exaggerated. It was a slow leak that caused about an hour and a half delay. Okay, thanks. Guy responds back. Jeffrey Stiles says, again, we contained it quickly. It did not spread. We just wanted to protect the equipment. I, what? <laughs> that's not what Paul, Paul and I were a big burst on. It, it was like the Titanic. That was, <laughs> right? They were, they were, it was an order. There will be order. People were jumping for the lifeboats to get out. That's what we heard. The lifeboats, people would get, get the kids, get the young ones, women and women and children in the lifeboats first. Now we find out it was a, le- a little leak. They controlled in an hour that shut down the whole vote count. Again, we're just asking questions, but we're just asking questions. Can we get that story about why the vote count on the most important elections was shut down because of a water leak? Oh, my gosh, this is frustrating. Say this election gets worse. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Here's another article in the show notes today from John Solomon's great site, justthenews.com. They're on Rumble too, by the way. We love having them over there. The rate of rejected mail-in ballots is almost 30 times lower in Pennsylvania this year than it was in 2016. In 2016, the state rejected about 1% of all mail-in ballots. This year, it's running at about 0.03%. Gosh, that seems awfully strange. Folks, statistics, numbers, they don't lie. As I said to you before, there are a number of anomalies in this year's election that are worth looking into because it matters. One of those things worth looking into is why in the hell did all these people vote for Joe Biden that didn't vote down ballot in numbers we've never seen before? You know, statistics. Again, why pretty much every election do we get one to 2% of mail-in ballots that are rejected? Every single time because people make mistakes. And yet this election, that number is 0.03%. All of a sudden, people became geniuses at filling out mail-in ballots. I had that dunce Frank Frank Luntz tweet back to me. No, we did a PSA campaign. Oh, thanks, Frank. That always works so well. 
He thinks Frank's like Smokey the Bear. <laughs> Only you can prevent forest fires. Only you can prevent voter fraud. That's once. The, the pollster, by the way. So that says everything I need. Got into a back of it. Oh, PSA, Dan. The PSA, a public service. That means, you know, for the liberals, a public service announcement. So they ran an ad on TV and mysteriously everybody learned to figure out a mail-in ballot, despite the fact that that's happened before and they still get one to 2% of the wrong. But Frank Luntz knows better. Frankie the Bear. Only you can prove <laughs> So now, again, you probably think because some of you are liberal media lunatics, again, looking to discredit my show now that we've pushed it to the top of the charts. I'm sure I'll get a New York Times article that says, Dan, there's no evidence that the historical rate of mail-in ballot rejection is 1% to 2%. Uh, yeah, there's no evidence, except in the New York Times, uh, <laughs> which is always great. I know. I'll get, you know what? Can we just go to the New York Times? I, I read this. Sorry. But Paul is right. I was going to read something from just the news, but you can read the article, and I want to get to the New York Times. But don't edit that out, because Paula, it'll. It, it, I screwed up. Not her. She's the best. Let's go to the New York Times. There's no evidence. There's a, except Adam Liptak's article in the New York Times. This is... From 2012, we've highlighted on this show many times. New York Times, 2012. Error and fraud at issue is absentee voting rises. Now, from the New York Times, this is just fascinating because I'm sure they'll write an article today how we're just making this up, Joe, that 1% to 2% of ballots sent by mail are traditionally thrown out. And this year, it's far less than that. Quote, New York Times. Yet votes cast by mail are less likely to be counted and more likely to be compromised and more likely to be contested than those cast in a voting booth. Statistics show, you know, Joe, numbers, statistics, that's yeah. Election officials reject almost 2% of ballots cast by mail, double the rate for in-person voting. The more people you force to vote by mail, Mr. Sancho said, the more invalid ballots you will generate. Not this year. No, 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 not this year. Not, not this year. This year, we've statistical odds all over, Joe, been thrown out the window. Statistically significantly high numbers of people decided they don't care about their congressman or senator or local councilman and just voted for Joe Biden in numbers we've never seen before. That's really odd. You were civically engaged enough to show up to vote for the president but didn't care about anything else in numbers we've never seen before? Stuffed into machines? that have had real serious voter integrity problems like seals that have to be broken, which defeats the purpose of the seal. In years where roll-off is incredibly high, down ballot. In years where mail-in ballots at rejected at rates or rejected at rates, historically low compared to other years, despite the fact that we've had historically high mail-in ballots. Nothing to see here, folks. <sighs> Man, this is frustrating. You should concede. No, no, you concede. I'm conceding nothing, and neither should the president. Let's go to one more article from the Washington Examiner, because it's important. Rudy Giuliani discusses this later again. I'm sorry to keep saying that, but it's, the interview is really, really good. I'm, I mean it. It's worth it. And after watching this show and that show today, you're going to have a full grasp of all the problems we have. Folks, there were hundreds of thousands of votes counted in Pennsylvania in violation of the law, the law in Pennsylvania, which dictates observers have to be present. Washington Examiner, again, it's in the show notes. Rudy Giuliani claims 650,000 votes were counted unlawfully in Philly and Pittsburgh. We talk about this at length. Counting votes in secret is against the law. Are those votes going to be invalidated? We'll see. If they're not, can we take it to court? We should, because if that's the law and the law doesn't mean anything, if Republicans start counting ballots in closets in the next election, liberals will lose their minds. What else we got here? Oh, man, we didn't even get close. I had so much more stuff. All right, let's do this one last one. This is important. All right, this little change of direction here, but an important one nonetheless. You know, we talked about Ron Klain, who's now been anointed chief of staff for a Biden presidency he hasn't even won yet, which is just fascinating. How Ron Klain has claimed in the past that voter fraud is real. <laughs> I showed you his tweets. Well, Ron Klain is just a bevy of information. This is Biden's uh, anointed chief of staff for the election he hasn't won yet. Here's some other tweets from, from Ron Klain on COVID. 
These are just fascinating because remember, Biden's told us he has such a great plan for COVID and he's bringing in all the right people. So here's the first knucklehead he's bringing in, Ron Klain, again, uh, chief of staff here. Ron Klain on his Twitter account. We don't have a COVID-19 epidemic in the U.S., but we're starting to see a fear epidemic. Kudos to the New York City mayor and others for standing against that. <laughs> Biden only surrounds himself with geniuses, folks. Oh, he goes on. There's another tweet. This guy's a genius, Ron Klain. On COVID-19, if you want to do something useful today, go to Chinatown, buy a meal, go shopping. The virus attacks humans, not people of any ethnicity or race. Fear is hurting Chinese-American-owned businesses baselessly. Let's fight the disease and let's fight prejudice. So just to be clear, Ron Klain, who's told you now that elections can be fraudulent. Ron Klain has also told you, don't worry, it's not an epidemic. It's a fear epidemic, COVID. And Ron Klain's also told you, go to Chinatown, go shopping. No big deal here. This is the same guy Biden's announced is going to be his chief of staff for a presidency that doesn't exist yet. But don't worry, he only surrounds himself with the best people. You don't believe me? Here's this other guy. This guy surrounded himself with a village of idiots, Biden, which is, you know what? When you're the chief idiot of the Biden crime family, you don't know they're idiots. Right. I mean, if you're in a village of people with 65 IQs and you're 66, you're a genius. Right. So that's Joe Biden. Here's another guy, a doctor, Osterholm, who was one of the head guys on his coronavirus task force. Here's Osterholm on uh, Yahoo in a video interview, making quite possibly the dumbest statement I've ever heard in the history of humankind trying to justify economically the destruction of the United States to another lockdown. And they want a stricter lockdown. You're not even allowed to leave your house. Listen to this, and you may pick up on it right away. It's Remember, Joe, before you listen to this, it's more important that you save your money. <laughs> you just play it. I'll explain it. This is so stupid. I can't even take it. Check this out. When you look at the personal savings rate in this country, it's now gone from about 8% to over 22%. We have a big pool of money out there that we could borrow at the historic low interest rates by the federal government. We could pay for a package right now to cover the, all of the wages, lost wages for individual workers, for losses to small companies, to medium sized companies, yeah. for city, states, county governments. We could do all of that. If we did that, then we could lock down for four to six weeks. And if we did that, we could drive the numbers down like they've done in Asia, like they did in New Zealand and Australia. And then we could really watch ourselves cruising into the vaccine availability in the first and second quarter of next year yeah. and bringing back the economy long before that. <laughs> uh, now, liberals listening to that are like, wait, 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 that sounds so reasonable, Dan. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're an idiot, it sounds perfectly intelligent. However, if you're a sane human being, you're looking at that going, wait, what? So his justification for recommending a lockdown, a lockdown that worked so well last time, we're having another resurgence of the disease. Why? Because the lockdown just pushes off the disease to later. The only path is to protect the vulnerable. Locking down the economy and bankrupting people is not going to do anything because it hasn't worked before. But he wants to do it again and bankrupt you, Joe. And his justification is, well, don't worry, man. You'll save a lot of money because you can't leave your house. Ah, so cool. don't worry. Yeah. You missed that cancer screening. You could be dead from cancer. You didn't detect because you couldn't leave your house to go to the doctor. But don't worry about it, bro. Your passbook account in the Ridgewood Savings Bank is really going to grow. All right. Yeah. Your restaurant's going out of business. But don't worry. All that money you would have saved, you know, paying employees and stuff. You don't have to pay any of that anymore. Because nobody's paying you either. You know this thing called commerce where we exchange value and money for services? None of that happens. You keep your stuff, I'll keep mine. Yeah, yeah, but, 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 but what if I need your stuff? Like, what if I need your medicine to live? Don't worry, save the money. Who needs medicine? Just keep the dough. What if I need, like, your food, nourishment, calories? Save your money. Your passbook will be loaded up. Yeah, yeah, but but Doc, my kids have to go to school and get an education. Education, smeducation. Save the money. Save it. Kids go to private school, bring them back. They'll save a whole bunch of money. This is Biden's guy, Osterholm. Look him up. 
This is Biden's guy, this imbecile. If this guy is not an example of the Dunning-Kruger effect, I have no idea who is. Look it up. I'll tell you. I don't want you. You got you to watch Rudy shows. I don't want you to waste any more time. Dunning-Kruger effect, where people severely overestimate their own intellectual abilities in almost any circumstance. This is that guy. I went to medical school. Surely I know everything about everything, including economics. Stay in medical school, bro. You're a total moron. Let's shut down commerce. Don't worry. We'll save a lot of money and we'll stop the virus. Yeah, it worked so well last time. This is his guy. But remember, when you're the captain of a village of idiots and you're the least idiot of the idiots, then you're the genius. And that's Joe Biden. H.L. Mencken, you want democracy, you got it. Good and hard. All right, I got to get, this stuff was good. I, look, I had a whole other page I didn't even touch. It's really good stuff, though, about how the Democrats totally are totally missing what happened in this election. Completely. And how the Trump effect is not even close to over. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in again. Please don't miss that uh, Giuliani interview later in Jenna Ellis. It's really, really worth your time. I can't say it enough. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, humble request, please subscribe to my show on Rumble. Again, is our video, exploding video alternative to YouTube. It's free. Rumble.com, R-U-M-B-L-E, rumble.com slash Bongino. Just put that in your uh, search engine. It goes right to my page. Click subscribe. It's free. You'll get this show on video every day and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Well, try to keep us, if we can stay number one throughout the weekend, the charts are on your subscriptions. If you subscribe, it keeps us in the, I'd really appreciate it. I'm sorry. It's just cool. I have no other, I, I'd love to tell you it was some philanthropic thing I was doing, but it's just cool to be number one. And I really appreciate it. It's all because of you. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Watch that show tonight. I'll see you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.